You know, friend, I really had the best intentions for 2020. I think we all did. But this year has been a lot, to say the least. Yeah, I feel like some days I'm like super pumped and ready to take on the world. And then there's those days where I can't even get myself to leave my bed. Welcome to the Power of Will podcast, where two athlete turned entrepreneurs aim to inspire people to evolve their mindset, define their goals, and accomplish their version of success. If you're an entrepreneur, a person building a brand, or someone aiming to live life with intention, this podcast will give you the weekly motivation you need to take action. I'm Donovan Barrett. And I'm Sam Marie Morris. And let's go ahead and get right into this week's episode. Oh my God, Donovan, how excited are you? We're finally starting our podcast. I'm actually shook. Like this is something we have wanted to do for so long. And I can't believe we're actually sitting here doing this at midnight. <laughs> hey, where I am, it's still 10, 14 p.m. A very yep. reasonable time. <laughs> That's so much better. <laughs> So um, for the first little segment of our podcast, we're actually going to do something that we usually do. See, Donovan lives in Florida. I live in Utah, and we're pretty much FaceTime friends. And one thing that we commonly do is every single morning, we make a list of like five things that we're grateful for. So we thought that would be kind of a fun little segment to start off each of our episodes. I think so. So I guess I'm starting the gratefuls. So my first grateful, my tried and true, the love of my life is I'm grateful for iced coffee, which I really wish I had right now. Yeah, that sounds like you. Um, (laughs) Number two, what I'm grateful for is honestly Sundays. Like I just love a good lazy Sunday where I wake up, I can do like the whole day is mine. I can go outdoors. I spend time with family, see friends, like just Sundays are my grateful. That's interesting because Sundays give me anxiety. So um, (laughs) I'm grateful that I have a platform where I can share my passions and spread love and positivity to the world. Oh, that one's cute. Um, Then my grateful for my last one is honestly little moments that drive me crazy, but that make me laugh. So for example, I thought about this because earlier today, I walk in my room and I had just stepped away for a second to grab a glass of water because I had a sandwich. And I walk back in my room and I see Bliss, my dog, like sitting there licking my sandwich. And I kind of went crazy on her because she's never taken a bite of my food before. And just like, it was honestly the most frustrating thing, but it just made me laugh in the end. So I just love little moments that make me happy. Yeah, I totally get that. It's the small things. I think like for sadness and happiness that just like kind of hit the heart sometimes. Um, My last grateful is that I'm super grateful to have a project that I'm starting with my best friend. I mean, we talk all the time and it's just so cool to have something that we get to build together to kind of have like a little bit of like a baby that we get to watch grow and hopefully do some good by people. It's our baby. It's our baby. Wow. Are we getting married? (laughs) All right. So it's baby's birthday. It is episode one. And let's talk a little bit about the topic that we chose, which is finding willpower in 2020. So do you want to talk a little bit about why we chose this? So we chose this because... 2020 has been a year, to say the least, not only worldwide, but so many people I know have also been struggling with a lot of personal things as well. And I think in a time where it's just been constant blows over and over again, people are really having a hard time just getting up and getting moving, just like getting dressed in the morning and pushing through. So we thought a great way to kick off this podcast would be to hopefully, you know, share kind of our stories so that you don't feel alone and also provide some insight on how you can, you know, find that willpower, get yourself up and get moving in these difficult times. 
Definitely, because, you know, like, no matter what your situation is, your mind is a really strong thing. So changing your mindset, or just like seeing things from a different perspective can really alter how you feel about life. So I think, yeah, I mean, I've definitely been struggling as well. So let's start off with talking about that. Um, Just moments where we haven't really felt motivated in the past. I mean, honestly, since January began. Um, What's a moment that you haven't really felt motivated, Donovan? I think like, I think it was maybe like two weeks ago, you know, being someone, I think we're both like this, where we're operating at 150% battery all the time. There was just a point where like, I literally felt like I was at a negative battery. And I remember calling Sammy and just being like, you know, I don't have anything left. Like I just am struggling to even find a reason to get myself out of bed this morning. And usually like when I have those thoughts, like they go away within an hour, but I think like maybe you can attest to this. There was like a solid three days where just like consistently, I was like, I don't have anything to give to anybody. Like it was, it was a struggle to get up and just keep up with my schoolwork, you know, like, and that was hard enough. And my grades weren't as good as they were. And Honestly, something that would normally take me 20 minutes was taking me three hours. Um, And that was a really struggling time. And I'm someone who takes on the emotional burden of like anybody else's problems, including the world. So it's just like, I felt it my responsibility to fix everything. And I think that that pressure just made me feel like I was helpless because I felt like there was nothing I could do. Definitely. I mean, I remember what you're talking about because I remember just like thinking it was really late at night and I got this FaceTime call from you or maybe I called you. I can't really remember which, but I just like knew that you needed, you know, like a boost because everything was coming down. And usually it's like, you know, yeah, like you said, it's not just one thing, but it's things amounting over time that just reach a breaking point where you're just like, what do I do? Because I can no longer handle it. So I definitely remember that uh, just a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And I think just as like somebody who, you know, I'm being in the LGBT community, being mixed or whatever, it's just like, and from my perspective, it just feels like sometimes nobody cares. Like sometimes I just feel like there's this target, not that nobody cares, but that there's just this like target that like, for some reason, my existence feels like it's constantly being denied over things that I can't help. So I think it's just that like hopelessness that there's these people who are in charge of, you know, my life or my decisions when they don't know the first thing about me or what I go through, if that makes sense. So what I actually think is cool that we're like kind of touching on this first is because I feel like a lot of the times, I mean, we both have social media profiles and a platform that we use a lot. And a lot of the times people think that, you know, like we portray all the happy moments in our lives. So they forget that, Hey, you know, we feel kind of crappy like this, just like other people do. So it's good that we're kind of highlighting this because I I hope people can relate and just realize, you know, like our lives aren't perfect. We definitely have our low points as well. It's so easy to fake it on Instagram and social media and whatnot. And not that we're trying to fake it. I don't think like either of us are trying to like make it seem like we're great when we're not. But it's just like, I think we want the best for people and we want to spread that love to people that they need. So we feel the pressure to be this positive source. So I think that this is a great way to just show a more realistic side. But um, what about you? Like, what's something, what was like a moment that you really just felt like, man, like the world is just a mess and I don't know what to do, you know? I mean, it's funny because there's two different ways of looking at it. Because, I mean, the world has been a mess. These past few weeks especially have been really stressful. And like you said, you feel the whole weight of the world. You know, you do feel helpless because you want to be able to do something to voice out your opinion. But it's hard to find the right words. It's hard to know which actions you can take to actually be of help. 
So in that sense, you know, from that perspective, that puts a lot of pressure on uh, me often. And then as well as just things that are going on in my personal life, you know, with like relationships or, you know, my business, just trying to keep everything intact and having to balance all these different parts out really get me down. I know I've had to struggle a lot and just learn how to, you know, like work with the struggles that I've had the past couple months to find a way to keep going, to stay positive. I mean, my brand is known as really being having this positive energy, always wanting to keep going. So I know that that's a part of me and I've really been trying to keep with that. Yeah, I I definitely think like that's something that I always admire about you is that like, you know, what? that's why I usually come to you. I don't usually come to people for things, but I come to you because like, you don't give me a pity party. You're always like, okay, like, what's the solution? What's the way we can go about fixing it? People really don't like the way I've learned because I'm just like, uh, I just want to fix it so we can go back to happy mode, but... Right, I mean, I get that. Like, I get why some people wouldn't like that because, you know, sometimes you just want a listening ear, not someone to solve the problem. But, like, I think both of us just have this personality where we both, like, are like, okay, like, this is a problem. Why are we going to cry about it for years when we could try to figure out a way to solve it? Definitely. So yeah, there's been a lot of those moments where we both don't feel motivated, um, as we can kind of see. So now let's kind of go into talking, because I'm sure everyone can relate to those moments. So let's go into what we do to get ourselves going. Um, Do you want to start that off? Sure. So one thing that I do to get ready just every day, it's really important, as simple as it sounds, is to just like wash my face, like moisturize, you know, do a nice long shower and listen to music. Like that's just my morning ritual that makes me feel like even though we can't really go to many places right now, it makes it creates a level of normalcy for me. That one's really good. Um, Thinking back to the past month, I got to a really low point where I was just like, you know, I'm in kind of this state of hopelessness, just unhappiness, and I couldn't really figure out how to be happy. So I remember one day, I think it was actually a Sunday, I pulled out this book, you know, just like blank journal. And I wrote down on the first page, my happiness book. And on the first page, I just wrote a bunch of things that reminded me or things that I just know, like when I do them, it makes me happy, whether that's being outside or like trying to cook a new recipe or having a good phone conversation with a friend, just like little things that I knew would make me happy. I started kind of trying to just recognize those so that when I got unhappy, I could just look at my list and be like, all right, let's try doing one of these and see how I feel after that. So that's something that I've been doing lately for sure. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. And every day you're like, okay, this is what I've done off my happiness board today. And like, I think something important to highlight about that, you know, just because I know being your friend is that like, it's okay to not check every single thing off every time. It's not supposed to be like a chore. It's supposed to be things to do to get yourself, you know, uplifted and motivated. So it shouldn't be like something that creates a negativity, if that makes sense. Oh, definitely not. Like I know a lot of the days I can't check everything off. But yeah, it's never something to bring me down. It's just something to make sure that I try and incorporate in my everyday life because I know it makes me the person that I want to be. Yeah. And I think something you said is really important about just like, you know, having somebody you mentioned kind of touched on having somebody to talk to. I think that it's really important, especially in times like this, to surround yourself with people, because even though we can't like, you know, go out and see our friends like we like, at least if you're trying to be extra safe, um, you know, you can thanks to modern technology, like you can still 
keep in touch with your friends. Like Sammy and I's entire friendship is because of modern technology. Like we wouldn't have this, like none of this would be a thing without it. So you can not only create new friendships, but also like keep the ones alive that you already have. And there's so many apps where you can like watch movies together or just like get on, you know, FaceTime or whatever and hang out and have a chill day, play video games, do whatever you like to do. Um, So I think just having good people around you and not being afraid to reach out for help is really important. Side note there, I guess like on Facebook Messenger, I've done this a couple times with my friends. They actually have games that you can play while you're like FaceTiming with them on Messenger. There's like a really funny game where you have to like it makes each person take a turn and you have to like swallow a burger out of the air. I know it makes no sense right now, but there is a lot of cool things that you wouldn't think of that exist out there. So yeah, connect with people, guys. It's about relationships. Find a way to connect with other people and just be happy and laugh. Yeah, I think my like last really big thing that I've been doing is just like, you know, making sure I take or, or trying, I'm, sometimes I'm not perfect, but trying to remember to take breaks from, you know, looking at Twitter constantly or looking at social media or the news constantly and just like consuming things that are not, you know, so intense and that are just kind of silly and create a level of like, it's okay to laugh, it's okay to smile, it's okay to just have fun, you know? Definitely. Yeah, because I mean, everyone posts so much content on social media. And although it is important to be aware, there also comes a turning point where seeing all that constantly isn't effective. If it's bringing you down, and making you not be able to help in any way, then it's not really serving its purpose, because you're not able to, you know, make yourself better, make the world around you better. So yeah, yeah, definitely know that balance of where it is for you. Yeah, I mean, I think the goal is, you know, to obviously spread awareness. And I don't think that people should stop spreading awareness as much as possible. But I think it's our job to know, like, what our limit is. And to, you know, kind of know, hey, like, I've, this is just the same news I just saw five minutes ago. I don't need to see it again. I, I've got it. Um, but yeah, I think that's honestly like a really good way to go into our next segment, which is digital impact. Do you want to explain oh, a little bit about that? I'm excited for the digital impact moment. Yes. So we decided to do this digital impact kind of section because um, we consume a lot of content. Everyone does. But we want to kind of highlight on something that we saw in the past week that really helped like, you know, inspire us or just kind of made an impact on on us like in any way, like, you know, positive or inspiring or motivational, something like that. So I have mine. Why don't you go first? Okay. So my thing, like I'm someone, like I said, who, when like everything feels stressful, I suffer with um, anxiety to an extent. And sometimes I get attacked. So I just need something that brings me back down to earth. So there's a YouTube channel called Sinjin Drowning. And yes, based off of the Victorious character, if you know that reference. Um, I have no idea who that is. Of course you don't, which is, I actually think that would be something you would know but then again you're older than me so maybe not but (laughs) (laughs) well because i was just at like the tipping point where like i was so old enough to know what this is or young whatever but basically it's a channel where like a brother and sister like they get together and they play like the dumbest most trashy games that are like often nostalgic that we played maybe when we were like kids or something like that and they're like bad at all of them and they just have this weird sense of humor like i honestly think they broke my sense of humor because i find the dumbest things funny because of them um and it just like whenever i feel really down i honestly just binge their videos and it really helps bring me back down to a focal point where i'm like you know what even on the worst day you know life can be 
a beautiful thing because there's always someone out there like doing something positive or uplifting and there's always people fighting the, for change. Definitely. That's a really good one. I like that because it's, it's honestly kind of opposite to what I um, think of as my digital impact moment for the past week. Um, mine, I think I actually like called out to you right as soon as I watched it. So Donovan and I FaceTime a lot. We ha- kind of haven't gone <laughs> yeah. there. but I sat down on my living room and I was pretty unhappy that day. So I wanted to find a YouTube video to relate to. And the video that I watched, as soon as I finished watching it, I called up Donovan and I'm like, Oh my God, like, I just want to tell you how this guy made this YouTube video. And it was honestly about moving on after a breakup. And I could really relate to him because everything that he made me feel, everything he explained, I was like, other people feel like this too. And it was just like, so mind blowing to see that someone else can understand, you know, not your specific situation, but still have the same kind of feelings. And finding out that somebody else can relate to you that they can make it through that they can change a situation, make their situation better. That was really inspiring for me to be like, okay, I'm not in this alone, they can do it, I can do it. So I think that was definitely my digital impact moment, especially because it made me tear up. Oh my god, it was just like, it got it got me. No, I remember you contacting contacting me. That sounded so like what <laughs> what is that? But I remember you FaceTiming me and telling me like about that video and you I was like, wow, we have two different ways of viewing things. But no, I think something that's always interested me about you is that like and I think a lot of people can relate to this, but you have these thoughts that you think are so insane and so out there and that like you're not okay because you have these like thoughts when re- the reality is whether people want to admit it or not pretty much everybody has the same thoughts. You're just brave enough to say them out loud. You know what I mean? So I think think for you finding something that you can relate to someone who gets your feelings feels like a groundbreaking moment for you because I think sometimes you feel like you're alone in feeling them, which you're definitely not. No, yeah, it makes me just feel like a normal person. And really, like, one thing I think he said is it's human to be to feel all this, to feel the disappointment, to care about someone. Like, it's a good thing that you can feel all this. Exactly. And, yeah, that just kind of gives me a warrant to, like, hey, it's okay that I feel this way. Let's get it all out now so that we can move on. Just acknowledge the emotion, and then we can move past it. So that was, yeah, that was definitely impactful for me this week. Like, I still think about it every day. Yeah, and I think that's something we're always going to be working on because, like, I know, like, I I preach a good game, but, like, I struggle with this too where, like, when something bad happens, you know, we kind of talked about this, but our immediate reaction is to get better. And sometimes you just have to, like, dive into the problem, dive into, like, the negative quote, negative emotions so that you can figure out where they stem from and you can really create long lasting change within yourself. Definitely. I relate to that a lot. Yeah. So um, the next part is we want to just go through four different tips that we both kind of do and agreed on that help us find willpower during difficult times. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess I'll start. Yeah. You're on number one. All right. So my first tip would be have something that gets you out of bed. I kind of touched on this in the beginning, like me with like getting dressed and getting ready, but it can be something as simple as like putting your phone, your alarm or whatever on the other side of the room that forces you to get up. You know, when you're struggling with especially like depression or stuff like that, getting out of bed is often like the biggest battle of your day. I've been there many, many times, trust. And um, just having something that forces you up, whether it's, you know, having your phone there or getting excited to listen to music, going for walks is incredible 
incredibly valuable. That's one of my favorite things to do. Uh, maybe exercising is your thing or taking a long shower, whatever it is that excites you to like, you know, that you can look forward to when you wake up is really valuable because getting, once you get out of bed, like that momentum starts to build on itself and you, you know, kind of feel able to do the more difficult tasks as you go. Yeah. You know what my get out of bed uh, moment is every morning? What's that? Take the dog out <laughs> to go potty. <laughs> hey, so seriously, a good motivator. Yeah, I like wake up and I open my eyes. I'm like, okay, if I move at all, the dog's going to know that I'm awake and she's going to go over and you know, come cuddle with me until I take her out because that's her way. She doesn't like whine or anything. She'll just get up in my face. And Aww. so, yeah, she's way of making sure that I get out of bed and in, in, like in the best mood because how can you not be in a good mood with a puppy cuddling you? Yeah, with that smiling face. I and mean, your dog is so cute and she's just like always seems, she kind of reminds me of you in a way. She's just always like so ready to like <laughs> be and do and fly around. That's a good description. <laughs> yeah, that's very much you. So number two, my tip is um, it's going off of my happiness list. And okay. the reason that I did my happiness list, like I mentioned before, was because I wanted to on purpose know the things that make me happy in life. And I did this because when you're feeling down, when you're feeling crappy, when like everything just feels negative, it's really, really hard to be able to see a moment where you're feeling that happiness. It's hard to remember the things that make you happy because, I mean, sadness is kind of overwhelming. So I would suggest, you know, just like take some time, write down, you know, like on your notes or something, write down things that make you happy. That way, when you are feeling down and sad, you can reflect back to those and say like, hey, exercise makes me happy. Let's try going on a jog or let's do a, like an Let's do a little workout from YouTube or something to just get your body moving because you're not going to be able to remember when you're feeling that down. Absolutely. I think like it's really important to find a way to like have that self-awareness, you know, I guess is another way to put it um, so that you know what it is that brings you joy because we all find joy in different things. So being able to kind of hone in on what joy is to you, what happiness is to you will help you um, kind of create a plan on how to you know, achieve that happiness, how to get yourself up and whatnot. I think that my final tip would be to just start with something easy and AKA be easy on yourself. Don't be hard on yourself, especially when you're going through a personal time or when the world's going through a crazy time. I think we get really harsh on ourselves and we're not doing, you know, things at a hundred percent capacity when it's unrealistic to expect our expect that from ourselves in the first place. So I think it's really important, like, you know, if you don't get everything you want to accomplish done in one day, don't punish yourself. Don't be hard on yourself. Just understand that, like, that wasn't the day, like, tomorrow's a new day, and you can kind of start again, and hopefully you'll accomplish everything the next day. But I know, personally, for me, like, I'm really hard on myself if I'm not at peak performance all the time. And that's just an unrealistic goal in general, but especially during, you know, times like this. Yeah, I mean, that's coming from like self-respect and self-love. You have to be able to forgive yourself when, you know, like you can't be a thousand percent all the time. And sometimes being a thousand percent all the time will bring you down if you don't take time to take balance. Yeah, because you're just avoiding and throwing away any negativity that comes for this false sense of like being on top of it. And then you don't face your, your stuff, you know, and it just kind of sends you crumbling down over a long period of time. That's something that I struggle with a lot, but... 
working on getting better at. <laughs> well, everything is progress, which is my fourth point is recognizing what makes you feel progress because a lot of the times it's hard to find willpower when you don't feel like you're going anywhere, when you feel stagnant or stuck somewhere. Um, it's really hard to get yourself to want to do anything. So what makes you feel progress? Like whether you can think back and be like, okay, like in the past year, I've accomplished this and this and this. Or if you think about like, okay, like let's put these like little, you know, like sub goals or mini goals that I can do in the next month to actually get me progressing. Because whenever you feel that excitement, like you're moving forward, that kind of snowballs and that just keeps uh, you know, like increasing your motivation, because then you're like, wow, I'm that much closer. If I work a little harder, like how much more will I be able to progress? How much more will I be able to grow? So think about what makes you feel that sense of progress and whatever it is that you're going after. I think that's a really good point. And you actually reminded me of something that I think could be really beneficial as well, which is, you know, reflect on where you were a year ago. A lot of times I think we feel like we aren't making progress, but one of my friends literally told me it was like, you know, I was thinking about where I was a year ago and it was like, you know, crazy where I am now. And then I started thinking about where I was a year ago when, you know, like I didn't have a business that was like really producing relevant income. And when I wasn't, you know, in school and, you know, things were just, all I had was a dream. All I had was this drive to like get to a certain place. And while I'm not where I want to be, like the progress from last year to now is like absolutely insane. So I think, you know, in collaboration with, you know, setting those goals and push and coming up with a plan to feel that progress and whatever way progress feels good to you. Also reflect on how much progress you've already made because it's probably a lot more than you think. Agreed. hundred percent. I love it. So um, that kind of wraps up our, uh, everything we wanted to touch on today. Oh my God, this was the most fun. I feel like this is kind of like a therapy session too. And hopefully like you guys got a lot of value out of it hearing, you know, our personal struggles and just, you know, getting some insight on how you can find willpower. Um, it's okay if you don't feel 100% every day, as we've said many times, all that matters is that you never give up, keep getting on the horse, keep pushing forward and, um, you know, expect to get to a better place by doing that. And remember, we are right there with you. We are feeling the same exact things that you're feeling. And it's all about just let's work together and let's talk about these feelings and let's keep on moving. Absolutely. So we want to thank you guys so much for listening to the first episode. It really means a lot. This is something we're really oh God, excited it's to do. Episode. Finally got it done. I know we did it. <laughs> um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or anything where you know you can leave a review, feel free to do that. If you like the episode, it would be uh, really awesome. We'd love to hear your feedback. And uh, we post every single Monday. So we want to start your week off right with some uplifting content. The goal of this podcast is to get you guys moving, get you guys excited about life. And uh, be sure to follow our Instagram at uh, the, uh, at, sorry, at Power of Will podcast. Couldn't speak. Um, and yeah, we want to thank you guys so much for listening. All right, guys. We will see you next Monday. Have Bye. an awesome week. Have an awesome week. Bye.